Welcome to the Agoracom Podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Agoracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out news. Guys, for those of you who believe in the clean tech energy re revolution, renewable energy, and especially hydrogen-powered fuel cells uh, and that part of renewable energy. You're going to love this interview of Frank Valley, CEO at Alkaline Fuel Cell Power. This is a clean tech energy company. This is what I love about it. that provides renewable energy folks, investors, with a three-step business plan to participate in the paradigm shift towards a zero-carbon economy without putting all your eggs into one basket. Fuel cell power, alkaline fuel cell power isn't a one-trick pony. Why? One, two, three. First, currently, they've got a traditional heat and power business that's got a $50 million pipeline of potential contracts. Uh, then they've got the second part, part two, near-term, fuel cell generators for backup and off-grid off applications. That's in the B2B space. So that's ideal for diesel-generated customers needing to eliminate emissions. So that's in the near-term. And then long-term hockey stick that everyone is going for, but doesn't have a support underneath them. Uh, like, like Frank does with step one and two, they've got the hydro, their hydrogen powered fuel cell for the consumer market. So that's a micro heat and power solution to rival even Tesla's power wall to power people like you and me at home. And it's got significant competitive advantage uh, over the Tesla power wall. So the company is really doing some amazing things. And now they've outlined their 2023 priorities. Priorities, Frank, welcome back, my friend. Thank you very much, George. That's a great intro. Well, look, you guys are doing amazing stuff, right? So I love making sure people, rather than putting them to sleep with, so Frank, what do you guys do? I want to make sure people know you guys are hitting on all cylinders. You've announced your 2023 priorities, which is great because a, a lot of companies don't do simple things like that, but your mind uh, works differently. You've got four of them. I want to discuss two, if that's okay, that deal with revenue. One is speed up the path to greater revenue and earnings. And the other one is uh, use fuel cell pilots to generate near-term sales opportunities. Let's talk about speeding up the path to greater revenue and earnings. How do you do that, given the fact you're already kind of breakneck speed as it is? Um, well, um, we do have those two elements of the business. So the one, the fuel cell part of the business, which is why it's important to talk about the second one as well, uh, was taking the lion's share of our cash burn. And now that we have a prototype, the Jupiter 1.0, that we launched uh, the prototype in January, there's a, uh, a tweaking to make sure that where we're burning our cash makes sense, makes sense for investors. And so that's what this priority fix in 2023 is about. It's making sure that we tie where we burn our cash on the fuel cell side more directly to the pilots and the, and the generating of that uh, revenue stream and partnerships and go-to-market strategy with that. Uh, on the, So that itself will help speed up the ability to get to, to earnings quicker, earnings positive. Um, and then the speed to generate the, the greater revenue, it really is coming down to, you know, we need to explode that CHP business. We need to bring in other acquisitions that get us there quicker. Um, and, and high level, what we've announced is really, we're making all these switches to get to, uh, you know, to, to force us to get to EBITDA positive as quickly as we can. We've laid out, you know, four to six quarters. I, I think a lot is possible even within that, um, but I'm trying to be conservative. So we, we've laid that out because we want investors to understand where we're focusing our time and effort. And there is a hockey stick, 
but it's important to make sure until the hockey stick can take off that we have a very prudent business model of how we support generating revenue and earnings in the short term. Yeah, that's a big risk, right? George Com Energy says, oh, we're going to capture 1% of the global renewable energy market. We're going to be a multi-billion dollar company. But if George Com Energy isn't able to do that, there's nothing else there. So it's yeah. you're all in. And you, you and I both know, unfortunately, yeah. most time George Com Energy is not going to get 1% of the global energy market. And then away it goes. By the way, I did say that you at the beginning, you have a, a pipeline of $50 million potential contracts. Over the next 24 so contracts, a pipeline of projects, right? And so we can move them along, but right, the way that right, we move sorry. them along is tied directly to our, you know, really funding those projects from an equity perspective, construction perspective, to bring them to commercial operation date. So there is an element of ensure we have the funding to do that as well. Yeah, and those and those represent potentially 16 and a half million dollars of potential gross revenue, just over seven and a half million dollars of potential EBITDA. Uh, how is that pipeline coming along so far? It's coming along. There are uh, we do have one. Uh, we do announce one project that we're moving through some tweaks to our, our current energy uh, energy services agreement. Uh, we were in the process of moving into effectively the construction finance stage of that project. Still a few more things to button up on that, um, but that one is about you know two point two million dollar capital project would spit out. I think it was sixteen million dollars over over twenty years. Um, so that, you know, those move along. So there's projects and negotiations and discussions to move along various projects. Um, but, but, uh, you know, to be blunt, those are great. And, and when we decide to spend the cash towards those capital projects, there's a lag effect. The lag effect is I could spend the 2.2 million now over the coming months to build that out, but it's still a few quarters away from actually producing revenue and, and, and commercially operating. So I'm a big advocate of, Great time in the marketplace, I think, as people are looking to get rid of certain assets. Can I pick up acquisitions that are nice. you know, just accretive immediately and are operating today? And can I blend that into our package? And that's a big part of what our priority is as well. How's the pipeline of potential acquisitions looking out there? I mean, they're... I think it's looking great. There's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good opportunities that are one-offs, a lot of good opportunities to pick up portfolios and Again, it's an interesting play as the market conditions change and interest rates go up. Uh, there's an opportunity where some people are trying to divest of assets so they can go after other maybe distressed assets with their money for higher returns. Um, it's not the best time to want to go develop a power project with a higher interest rate, but I know enough that as they start amassing those projects and as interest rates is far more valuable in the next few years, um, but I'm playing the long game. So I'm, I'm a lot of Great opportunities out there right now. Frank, another part of your plan is to use your fuel cell pilots to generate even nearer term sales opportunities. You had some pilots that you were potentially stacking up. How are those looking? How's the pipeline for pilots looking? And how are you going to speed those up? Um, great question. Um, I've already had a few calls today on that. So there are a number of pilots we're looking at that all serve strategic purposes. So there are either strategic locations uh, and, and certain types of industries that we want to in, be incorporated in. And some are with more strategic technologies like we've already announced with Progressive Clean Technologies, a hydrogen separator or Ampower with a, ammonia to power play. Um, but picking sites, the, for us, the key is of all the pilot discussions we have, and there are several that they serve a purpose beyond just, hey, look, it was fun to have it in that building. It has to serve a purpose of, is there a broader industry channel that we can now go after because we've right. demonstrated that business case? Um, so they're, they're going great. I expect um, 
to have, a, to have some announcements in the coming weeks on, on those fronts, but really excited. And, and for all the viewers, the goal is to have a few strategic projects or pilots that allow us to then deploy, you know, scope out everything and deploy those units for the second half of this year in deployment. So we're on the right path for that. It is and I exciting. love the way you think, because most companies at your stage of growth would just want to get a pilot anywhere. Let's get a pilot over there. We got it, my friend. Yeah, good. Away we go. Whereas yeah, you look for strategic it's, pilots, it's, it's got to be something scary. that leads to something bigger. That, that's right. And so there was an initial pilot someone was working on uh, in a university lab in, in Europe where it, other than it was nice for them to have learned from it, it wouldn't have generated any increase in speed to go to market for, for ammonia, for, for anything, for hydrogen. So no, that's not our objective. We know the technology works. Our objective is to deploy it in ways that other strategic partners understand the business case of scaling it on their end. Right. So if this isn't about creating sales quicker, then what's it for? And, and that's that part of the business we're, we're very focused on. Uh, absolutely. Right. Because just look for one-off pilots. You'll die on the vine if you just keep one, one, one. No, one. It's just it's a waste of your money. Waste right. of investors' money for sure. Hey, for what's different? I mean, it's great what we're talking about here, your, your 2023 priorities. And, you know, speeding up the path of revenue, reducing cash burn. Just, but what's different than the path you're already? Isn't that all kind of like the path you're already on? Um, and that is a great question. Now, I started 10 months ago. And the path we were on, if I want to give you okay. a good sense of it, is the majority of our cash burn was in the fuel cell part of the business. The one that doesn't generate a dollar in revenue, uh, not going to have earnings for the foreseeable future that's where the majority was in. So it was very strategic for us to ensure once we bought uh, the CHP business um, to ensure, and now's the time to do that, we've launched our, our Jupiter 1.0, we have our technology prototype. And so is really the effort of we're balancing the ship properly. We're, we're reducing the burn on the fuel cell part of the business and, and really matching how we grow that. And, and you know, look, let's, let's be blunt with investors. It's interesting. Well, I'm trying to match it to our, our burn to the projects and potential for sales. Um, if someone comes along and says, I want to build manufacturing with you and let's deploy this quicker and even faster, then I'm all for that. I'm just trying to match it with it in this market conditions. So the change is the market conditions changed drastically in the last year. Um, and our burn and the balance of how we spend our money and how we invest our money is now different. And you know, in the broader context, we have a $4 million debt note financing sitting there that we're able to deploy to create certain uh, revenues and earnings. And, and now that we've balanced it, it's, it's to make sure we have the right investment for investors to feel comfortable that, that we're going in the right path. And I wanna ask you about that. So I'm glad you brought that up. You've got this $4 million in debt notes. You know, For everyone at home, what is that just quickly? You know, well, I mean, so, so there are convertible debt note financing that we're able to tap into uh, on the terms that we have, and, and there's certain, you know, uh, as we as we use them and interest starts on them, they're convertible at some point. Um, for us, the key was to make sure that they're deployed in manners that generate the greatest return, and they're accretive for this company and what we do with it. Um, and that's where we're at. So again, as I talk about, we're going to scale. We have to grow that that cogen and that CHP side of the business. What's more productive to do acquisitions that come with immediate revenue as you acquire or develop products that come out another three or four quarters. So we're very aware of those conditions and very aware of where we can apply those dollars to. And we're being really strategic and those discussions continue to play out of what we're going to apply them to.
but we expect them to have a pretty good return attached to them. I mean, if every, if every dollar or every capital project we can generate uh, can produce at least 10 or 11% unlevered returns, then it's just a question of, okay, well, how do we deploy that $4 million in a manner that, that has a minimum, that type of return expectation, and it's more immediate. So we're, we're pretty aggressive on what we're going to do with it. The great part is you've got $4 million debt notes and you got options. So, you know, you're, yeah. you're just in a great position relative. To yeah. I mean, you know, the, the exciting part of the 4 million is it's not, it's dedicated towards working capital. We can do what we need to do with it for the business. Um, you kind of touched on, cause I want to ask you, do you think, you know, Q, Q, cause we're, we're in, we're in the latter stage of Q1. So do you think Q2 will see some announcements? I can't, I can't pin you down to dates and specifics, obviously, because that would be insider information, but can yeah. shareholders be confident that, and I think you kind of alluded to it, that Q2 will be bringing some more announcements on the biz dev side of things? Uh, absolutely. That's um, absolutely, there'll be announcements. Um, there's different types of announcements. So it, it's, look, I'm a big believer in you communicate with the markets and the investors, and we're doing that. And uh, as these announcements come out, I'll make sure there's good stories and, and, and momentum for investors to be comfortable and, and shareholders to be very happy with what we're up to. But absolutely, Q2 will be a, a fairly robust period for us. Frank, that's a great way to end it, especially the fact that you're here on stormy Friday and you fit in some time here before the yeah. both of us get snowed in. Uh, love what you guys are doing. Love the one, two, three part of the business. Your plan is, is, is amazing. Everyone's hearing it. It's really methodical. And I can't wait to see what kind of announcements are going to start flowing in Q2. Thanks for joining us, my friend. Thank you very much, George. Have a great weekend. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. The Frank Canavale, CEO, Alkaline Fuel Cell Power, Trades in Canada, PWWR, in the US, ALKFF. For those new to the story, get the company's profile page in Agoracoms. If you're a renewable energy folks investor, you've got to know about this company because they've got the one, two, three parts of their business plan that make sure that you're diversified and don't have all your eggs in one basket. Do your due diligence. Then go to the company's website. Do even deeper due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Bye. Hey, guys. This podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform, so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.